being a victim of bullying myself right through my high school years and somewhat even my primary years, I know the impact firsthand that it can have on your emotions and on your overall self-worth, mental health and well-being. And that is why I want to talk about three proven ways to help your child handle bullies and protect their emotional well-being. And if this is something that you're struggling with at work or an environment that you're in often, then you can also use these three strategies for yourself. All right, welcome to visit number 18 in the self-improvement room. I'm Christy Davis. I am your host. I am most privileged to be here. Thank you very much for joining me and listening in. Today I want to talk about strengthening your child's defense or your own defense when it comes to handling bullies. We want to learn how to protect their emotional well-being. Well, maybe the bullies, but Um, definitely your child's emotional well-being. Now, as parents, one of our greatest responsibilities is to ensure the emotional well-being and the safety of our kids. And unfortunately, the issue of bullying continues to affect many young people. And sadly, it's actually not just young people that are being bullied. You see it on social media all of the time. You've got many keyboard warriors, then you go to work and some people experience it in the work environment. So I guess it's always around us. But as parents, especially, we want to stay vigilant when it comes to protecting our babies, our kids. So we want to make sure that the bullying doesn't leave them feeling isolated, scared and vulnerable because that's what it does. And if you've been bullied before, you know that's exactly what it does. So to support your child through this incredibly or these incredibly challenging experiences, it's crucial to offer guidance and create a safe environment for them. So what I want to do in this episode of the self-improvement room is outline three very effective ways to help your child deal with bullies. So we're going to focus on helping them process their emotions, shape their thoughts, and then create a secure space by seeking the appropriate help. All right, so let's dive into number one, which is helping them process their emotions, which is something that you also need to do if you're experiencing bullying in any of the environments that you spend time in. Bullying can really evoke a wide range of emotions in children or adults, such as fear, anger, sadness, but more than anything, low self-esteem. The amount of kids I work with that have low self-esteem from being bullied is incredible. So that's probably one of the biggest things. It's essential to then provide a safe and empathetic space for your child to express and process those emotions. 
Now, remember, we don't want to show them sympathy. We don't want to feel sorry for our kids, but we want to show them empathy, which means understanding where they're coming from, being able to stand in their shoes and go, okay, well, this is how they're feeling. That's obviously the difference between sympathy and empathy. So it's important that we hold that empathetic space for our kids. We want them to be able to process their emotions in that safe environment. So if they're angry, it should be okay for them to feel that way as long as they're in that safe environment with us. So here are a few strategies you can use to help your children or you or your partner process their emotions. Okay, so the first one is to listen and to validate. And I've talked about validation before. We need to be able to go to our children and say, okay, yes, I hear what you're saying and I validate what you're saying. I believe what you're saying. I care about what you're saying. Give your child your undivided attention. So when they share their experiences, they know that you're listening. They know that you care. If you are on your phone or you're playing a game or you're trying to get dinner done, which, you know, we probably try to do (laughs) while we're talking to our kids, it's important that they have your undivided attention. So if they want to talk about bullying and how they feel, then it's really important that you put everything down and you actively listen to them so they understand that their feelings are valid and you understand them. You can also encourage or you should encourage open communication. So create an environment where your child feels comfortable or your partner feels comfortable to discuss their feelings and experiences. Let them know that they can always come to you for support without fear, without judgment or retribution. You are not there to punish them. You are not there to scare them or judge them. You are there only to love and protect them. That is how we create or encourage open communication. Our kids or again our partners need to feel like a space that is safe for them to be able to communicate. Otherwise, there will never be open communication. If your child is worried that they will be judged or if they are fearful of what you might say or fearful of not being validated, then they will shut down that communication and you will struggle to pry them open ever again. You can also help them process their emotions by teaching them some coping mechanisms. So you can help your child develop healthy coping mechanisms to manage their emotions effectively. And I mentioned this in another episode. I talked about diaphragmatic breathing. But aside from breathing exercises, and you can also Google box breathing. So once you learn to breathe diaphragmatically, box breathing is another brilliant way to help your child feel calm. But also encourage journaling. Some very creative kids definitely love to write. But it's also great for most of us to get our feelings out on paper. So journaling, saying how you feel, writing how you feel can get it out of your head and make your head feel less heavy. I know that when I don't journal or I don't talk about things, my head feels really heavy. I feel like I just want to 
take my brain out and throw it against a wall. So if you've got a journal and you're struggling, then make sure you start writing, but perhaps buy your child a journal and and encourage them to write. If they're not the writing type, then encourage them to engage in after-school activities, stuff that they have fun with that takes their mind off the bullying. And then I would suggest practicing mindfulness techniques. So things like positive affirmations, teaching your child to say positive things to themselves over and over again, which fosters a positive mindset. I would suggest trying meditation. I know a lot of kids these days are learning this at school, which I think is phenomenal. There's so much stigma around meditation. It's a very strange thing. Once you get into meditation and understand what it is, you see that it's really strange that people don't understand or they think meditation is this really weird kind of thing. But it's actually just quietening your mind. That's all it is. It's just sitting there with your eyes closed, diaphragmatically breathing, which is breathing correctly, and just having your eyes closed and giving your mind a moment to let go of all of the thoughts. It's very freeing and a great way to promote mental wellness and help your child process their emotions. It's really great for you to do as well. All right. The number two thing that you can do to strengthen your child's defense against bullying is to help shape positive thoughts and self-esteem. Bullying often leads to negative impact on children, especially on their self-esteem and self-worth. The amount of teenagers I speak with that have really low self-worth is incredible and it's really sad. And as a parent, you can play a vital role in helping your child develop a positive mindset and to help them develop their self-esteem and love who they are. So here are a couple of approaches that you can take. I suggest encouraging self-affirmation. So teach your kids to embrace their strengths, to embrace their talents and their qualities. Don't ever make them feel like they can't share what they're good at. It's really strange. I see like six, seven and eight-year-olds thinking, you know, that they can do everything on the planet and they're the best at everything and it's just such a beautiful thing to see because when they reach about eight nine or ten all of the sudden it's like the outside world is turned on to them and then they feel like they can't do what they used to be able to do and that's the beginning of the demise of their self-esteem and their self-worth so encourage that self-affirmation, encourage them to embrace what they're good at, their talents, their strengths, their qualities, and encourage them to engage in positive self-talk. So get them to remind themselves of their self-worth and their potential. It's really, really important that your child's inner dialogue or inner monologue, I guess, is positive. If you're walking around yourself saying, oh, I'm, I'm worthless, I'm so shit, I'm just, I can't get anything right, why would anyone ever love me? Chances are you're not going to feel real great overall. And I work with 
a lot of adults that feel this way too. And it's been so long since I have had a thought like that. It's really hard for me to process the kind of weight that would be to carry because I just don't think poorly of myself. Sometimes if I hit myself by accident or hurt myself, I'm like, you idiot. And I get annoyed with myself, but soon move on. So it's really important, again, to be speaking nicely to yourself and making sure your kids in a dialogue with themselves is positive, is nurturing, is loving, because that will really give them strength and courage, motivation, and it will make them feel more positive overall. And that will give them a much stronger and bigger toolkit to fight any type of bullying with. You can also help shape positive thoughts and self-esteem by fostering resilience. So help your child understand that their worth is not defined by the opinions of bullies. In fact, their worth is not defined by anyone, not even your parents. I mean, if they've got good things to say, sure, let it impact. But your worth should always be defined by your opinion. And that's the same for your children, which is why what you say to them is important because they are developing an opinion of themselves. And when they're doing that, it's crucial that that opinion is a beautiful, encouraging, positive one. Now, you can instill resilience by emphasizing their unique qualities and teaching them to focus on personal growth and achievements, not necessarily achievements as in all of the medals you win from sport or becoming first in your class or first in your race, but any kind of achievement. If they have treated somebody well for the day and you've seen it or somebody else has seen it or they tell you about it, that's an achievement. Encourage it. Foster these beautiful relationships between them and other people and foster them as achievements because to be a good person well, in my books anyway, is really an achievement. So again, fostering resilience. You can also promote their self-esteem or positive self-esteem by promoting healthy relationships. Encourage your child to build connections with friends who support and uplift them. And you should do this. You should be doing this or leading by example. So you should be trying to maintain a beautiful, healthy relationship with your spouse because your children take notice of this just like they take notice of who you are friends with of how they treat you they say that you are a combination of the top five people you spend time with so make sure those top five people are good people make sure they are people that look at the world in the way that you want to look at the world and then teach your children to again pick friends who support and uplift them foster an environment that encourages positive social interactions that way you can inspire your child to surround themselves with individuals or friends who actually appreciate and value them because that is incredibly important they need to understand what it feels like to be appreciated and valued and uplifted and supported by their friends so that when somebody does come along that is bullying them, they have this support network of healthy relationships and they can really call on that network. Whereas if 
your child is used to having friends that don't support them or don't uplift them or don't really truly appreciate them, then bullying isn't really that much of a step away from that. So we want to show them what it's like to have healthy, positive friendships and relationships. And the number three proven way or strategy to help your child handle bullies and to protect their emotional well-being is to create a safe environment for seeking help. So building a safe environment both at home and in their social circles is absolutely crucial to your child's well-being. It's also essential to know when and how to seek outside help. And a few ways that you can do that to help support your kids is to strengthen school communication. This is incredibly important and it's something that I wish I had have done even more with my daughter when she was at school because she was bullied quite severely as well. So make sure you establish an open line of communication with your child's school. Report any incidents of bullying very immediately, very promptly and work with the school staff to implement preventative measures and support systems. Bullying might not seem like it's that much when it's in kindergarten and year one, but these are really crucial, impactful times in your child's life and development. So it is crucial that you are always making sure that there are preventative measures and support systems in place to ensure that they are not being bullied or if they are, there are support systems in place. So strengthening that school communication is incredibly important. Investing that extra time to build those relationships is important to your child's well-being, especially if they're being bullied. The other thing that you can do is involve other authorities. If bullying persists and escalates, it can be so detrimental to your child and who knows where they could end up when they're a little bit older so you need to help them shut it down and treat it like it is the most important thing on the planet because it might be necessary to involve additional authorities like counselors teachers and even law enforcement if you have to. Again, depending on the severity of the situation, but if it's something that is continuing and nothing else is helping and it is having an incredibly negative emotional impact on your child's well-being, then you go as far as you need to. You don't even bother stopping at, you know, I was going to use some monopoly uh, monopoly kind of example, but I don't know why. I just can't play that game. Anyway, that's a side note. I don't don't get it. Like don't don't pass uh, go or collect two hundred dollars or something. Anyway, whatever. Just go straight to the authorities. Don't even mess around with anything else. Your child's mental health, mental wellness comes first. Your child's well-being comes first. All right. You can also seek professional help. So if your child is struggling to cope with the emotional aftermath of bullying, then you can also seek the help of therapists, counsellors or coaches who specialise in child psychology, uh, in child anxiety, child confidence. You can seek that help if you are struggling yourself to give them enough support. You can definitely seek professional 
help and guidance and they can really provide valuable support and guidance for you. So helping your child deal with bullies really requires a multifaceted approach that addresses not only their emotions but their thoughts and their environments. And their thoughts is a really big one because if they are sitting there thinking, oh, I deserve to be bullied, I'm clearly not as good as the next person or I'm not a very good friend or I deserve to be treated this way, then those thoughts are going to be very detrimental to your child's health and overall life. So it's incredibly important, once again, to make sure that you encourage a child to monitor, not monitor, but encourage a child to have positive thoughts about themselves, encourage them to love themselves, to have good inner dialogue. By creating a safe space for expression, promoting positive thinking and self-esteem, as well as seeking appropriate help when necessary, you can really inspire or empower your child to navigate the challenges of bullying with resilience and strength. Those two things will really help them get through life because if you right now are experiencing bullying, you know that sometimes it just doesn't stop. But I can honestly say to you that in the last maybe four years, three, four years, since I have completely loved who I am, since I have been completely confident in who I am and respect myself, I haven't, apart from one very terrible car incident where somebody hit my car, I have not experienced any type of bullying, any type of interactions that haven't been very positive. I've been very, very blessed, but I really think that that comes from teaching people how to respect me by respecting myself. They say that you teach people how to treat you by the way you treat yourself. So teach your child to treat themselves well and to love themselves and you're giving them the perfect foundation for fighting bullies. Remember, as a parent, your unconditional support and love can make a significant difference in your child's ability to cope and thrive in the face of adversity, in the face of bullying. You have a lot more power than you think. All right, let's dive into this week's question. I hope you got something out of this episode. There is nothing worse than seeing your child being bullied and watching the impact that it has. And again, not only was I bullied as a child, but so was my daughter. And it's incredibly painful. But giving her the tools to fight against those bullies and to also simultaneously love who she is, it allows me to watch her grow in a confident way and really truly love herself. And that's the biggest gift I think you can give as a parent. All right, let's get into this week's question from you guys. Oh, actually, no, I got this one from Facebook as well. (laughs) Sometimes there's just such great questions on there. And I think to myself, oh, I should answer that. But I kind of don't get around to it. But I do want to answer it on here. Not that they will be listening. You never know. But you can at least benefit from it. So... Before I do go into this little Facebook post, 
just know that any kind of advice I give is just honestly general opinion and it's just from my own experience and my own research. It's always best that you do your own research before you move forward and take on any of these suggestions that I make. All right, Facebook, Uh, anonymous Facebook. I just can't feel good about being selfish. Oh, this one, that's right, goes back to last week's episode about self-love and loving who you are. So I saw this on Facebook, ironically. Uh, I just can't feel good about being selfish. How can I put myself before my kids and how does that make me a good mum? Well, in the episode I talked about how self-love and self-care fills your cup in a way that allows you to give more to your kids. Now, I'm not saying go away on a retreat when they're winning a special award at school and you're missing out. I'm not saying go and exercise instead of taking them to their afternoon activity. I'm not saying go and meditate when they need you there to listen to their struggles. What I'm saying is when it is appropriate, it might be first thing in the morning, it might be during the school holiday period, when it's appropriate, take time for self-care and don't say it's never appropriate. So I should really say make time for you. Make time where there is nothing already planned or scheduled that could possibly impact your child. Make time for you because when you do that, you are becoming a better person, you're teaching them to be a better person and you can be a better parent to them. That is not selfish. So you don't have to feel good about being selfish. You just have to feel good about being a good role model, about helping your child, about representing self-love, self-care and self-worth. You do not want your child to grow up and not feel self-worth you do not want them to feel worthless you do not want them to not care for themselves or put themselves first so you need to promote that through example all right I hope that clears that up a little bit for you because I do understand how you would feel bad about being selfish (laughs) I wouldn't feel good about being selfish either it's just that society looks at it that way not necessarily us we don't have to look at it that way I look at it as putting myself first so I can put everybody else first with me. All right, that is us done and dusted for another week. That is visit number 18 to the self-improvement room. And that is how you can strengthen your child's defense against bullies. Until next week, stay safe and stay well.